When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Wisconsin Women in Conservation, they are looking for women involved in agriculture, dedicated to conservation, that may even want to be a coach. One of those that's been involved with the project for a little while is Rachel Barassa. She's uh, just outside of Green Bay, near New London, and she's uh, actually still uh, working her family farm. Tell me a little bit about the farm, Rachel. Sure, um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, my name is Rachel Baressa. Um, so I'm generation um, here in rural Wapaka County. Um, my family kind of were rotational dairy farmers, uh, and actually then they moved to Australia. Um, and so I grew up on a dairy farm, rotational grazing, uh, then went off to university, and then the dairy barn actually burned down in 2012, which was kind of the gateway to get me to move back to the farm. Um, and I knew I would do dairy, although I have a great deal of appreciation for dairy farmers. Um, so I moved back and started up a direct market grass-fed beef operation um, in 2015. And so I, yeah, I've been kind of slowly overtaking and growing my operation on the family land. So tell me, what were some of the greatest challenges that you faced, Rachel, pivoting, like you said, from a traditional dairy kind of situation to a new market? Uh, grazing is one thing, then trying to reach that consumer that will pay f- the premium for grass-fed beef. Tell me a little bit about that transition. Well, and I think, I guess, goes to why I think these role of the conservation coaches are so important because when you're first starting up in any business, any operation, especially farming, um, there's just so much to learn all at once, um, you know, from your animal management, animal health, to pasture management, to soil health, um, to equipment, to then all the marketing, website, and sales. Um, so, you know, it, it was just a lot to learn all at once. And so, um, you know, not knowing what you didn't know. So it's really nice to you know, be in the role of the conservation coaches because we can help point people towards those resources because you don't even know who to ask or where to go to starting up. Um, I remember doing my first FSA loan and trying to do some of the um, projections and budgets, and I just didn't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what Wisconsin Women in Conservation is all about, trying to make sure that you're not intimidated by the process. Now, you've been engaged in the Wisconsin Women in Conservation for a little while. Tell me what that interaction has been like, Rachel, uh, and if some of those conversations still continue. Yeah, so I hosted a Women Caring for the Land event, which was kind of um, the predecessor to this new initiative um, back in 2018. Um, And it was just really, um, I guess, a nice afternoon um, and nice setup, and some of those relationships have continued. Um, I guess I really... I'm appreciative of encouraging women and other um, groups to get into agriculture. Um, as someone who focuses a lot on soil health, I just think diversity is so important. So diversity within our fields and diversity in our farming operations, and then also diversity within the farm operators um, themselves. Having yeah, a group of women to kind of have those relationships and go to um, just kind of strengthens the entire group and our whole mission. 
Give me a sense of momentum, Rachel. I mean, like you said, you've kind of put your big toe in the water back in 2012. It takes time. Uh, Mother Nature and then a pandemic can upend a lot of people's uh, goals. How are you finding this audience today? I think, yeah, increasingly more and more engaged um, in... And there's also been kind of a real push at the state level to um, encourage the growth of rural communities and realizing that agriculture is so important to rural communities um, and that engagement um, with with the women groups are really important too, Um, just providing that different perspective and that support for um, each other and then the resources. Um, yeah, and this this new initiative has really, really been neat, too. Um, yeah, I'm excited to kind of get this next. We had our first meeting, which was really exciting, and seeing friendly faces and seeing new faces in the mix. And then the next um, workshop will be this week um, with continuing ones through the summer. And then um, I'm looking forward to field days this fall as well through this um, women, women in Conservation group. Sure, sure. Well, and it is all about bu- building that uh, that network of people. Now, you also work with the Golden Sands Research Research Conservation uh, Development R C and D as a grazing specialist. Let's talk a little bit back on your farming experience. Give us some of the highs, some of the lows, so that people realize. Although you're a conservation coach, you've been there, done that kind of thing. Yeah, um, well, and I remember before starting up my grazing operation, when I told my folks that I wanted to become a farmer, uh, you know, they were very excited and very supportive, and I went and visited them, and I had a whole list of questions I was going to ask a grazing expert, and then I remember on the, the drive back to the airport to come back, my dad said, Rachel, you know, all these questions, I just want you to know that with farming, you know, it never gets easy, it's just always something different, always learning something different. Um, which I think is what makes it so interesting because it's all these observations and you get challenged both mentally and physically um, every day. Um, so I said learning how to make hay kind of taught me that grit. And so that's why I just think that, um, you know, just as, as an occupation, you just are constantly being pushed mm-hmm. um, and to grow. Um, but yeah, it is always something different, and I say no one learns anything the easy way. You just get lucky until you figure it out the hard way. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, in addition to, so yeah, grazing is definitely my kind of strong suit. And then I even got the list of all the other farm groups that I'm affiliated with, right. including, um, you know, Grassworks Farmers Union, Farm Bureau. Uh, FSA County Committee um, and then FSA alumni. Um, sure. So I tend to have conversations with every farming group I can just to kind of keep all those different voices and perspectives right. in mind. You know, that that's something, though, Rachel, because as you begin in agriculture, you are kind of absolutely centrifugally focused on the farm, the land, the animals, what we're going to do every day. So how do you coach up women that are new in their farming or conservation experience to stay engaged in all those conversations? Because it takes time. It takes dedication. Yep, and again, it's just constant learning and not seeing that as a daunting thing, but more as an exciting thing, um, you know, constant room to grow. Um, and that there are all these, you know, support groups and conversations that you can have. And I guess the other side of it is, you know, with farming and having these 
groups and community. It's not just someone to talk about the bad. You know, there's tough parts about farming, and you, know, you just kind of just support, you know, from your mental health, but also people to share the, the highs with, too, that not everyone else would understand in the same way. Um, I think that that's, you know, really being able to celebrate your successes with, I, you know, I have my kids around and they, they don't really get excited about the same things I do. <laughs> so it's nice, um, you know, to be able to yeah, share all the highs and lows because, you know, with farming, so much of it is you know, you're kind of working on your by yourself a lot. Um, you don't have, you know, your set coworkers, and some people have employees and some don't. But you know, just to have that, you know, office staff mm-hmm. <laughs> to compare notes with is, and I, I mean, I really do. I've got um, a lot of really good friends that we can kind of constantly toss ideas back and forth with. Yeah. Um, that's what you need. That's what you need. That network. Rachel Brass is along with us. She is uh, farming near New London, and she is another one of the conservation coaches that stepped up to try to help mentor women that are involved in farming, women that are looking at new conservation projects or just uh, need a, a network to lean on. Now, I've, I asked you about uh, previous experiences and that uh, network of friends that you've uh, uh, kind of started to cultivate and continue to work with. For somebody that's beginning, they say, oh, I don't have time to sit down for an hour and a half Zoom. Help them understand how you're going to keep the tempo going during your particular session, Rachel, and uh, what they should come prepared for when it comes to getting something from it. I mean, and I think that's kind of dependent on, you know, each person's personality, and some people rather just kind of sit back and listen. Um, But I think definitely taking notes and writing down um, you know, that maybe are in, you know, you know in paper. <laughs> um, and write down people that are, you know, maybe nearby you or kind of in the, um, similar things that you want to do. Um, you know, having quality, um, I was really lucky um, in my experience that I had a couple really top-notch female mentors and, you know, that you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Find someone that's doing what you want to do and um, ask some questions along the way. Um, and that way, everyone kind of gets something to it. Absolutely. So- Rachel Barassa, uh, she is one of the conservation coaches that's stepping to the microphone, to the Zoom camera, if you will, those sessions going on this week. And if you have not yet signed up or found out about Wisconsin Women in Conservation, I suggest you go to their website right away, wiwic.org. And like Rachel pointed out, even if you can't make the April sessions, there still will be opportunity for you coming up later this year. So stay engaged in the conversation. WIWIC.org. Rachel Barassa, another conservation coach, along with us.